Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Walk to the check-in within minutes with Melbourne Airport's Terminal Parking. Book online at melbourneairport.com.au Summer Breakfast with Sam Edmund and Simon O'Donnell. Well, Simon, I think it's fair to say the AFLW competition yesterday redefined what we consider a, a mega trade. We might have to come up with a new name for this. 11 clubs, 12 players, 24 picks tied into one deal before the transfer deadline. Premiers Brisbane are one of the 11 clubs involved. And the head of football, Brianna Brock, joins us. Brianna, this was all sorts of madness yesterday. Welcome to you. Uh, Thank you. Yep, it was a busy time yesterday. I'm not even sure how we canvassed this, but, I mean, how did it come about? How, How was the idea first raised that you could get a deal done involving so many clubs, so many players and so many picks tied to a single deal. And, and not only that, but right on the on the doorstep of the deadline, of course. Yeah, I, look, I think it stemmed um, probably from Western Bulldogs. I think they had their, they were obviously very active through the trade period and needed to get a lot done. Um, and to get that done, they needed a, a lot of um, things to, you know, dominoes to fall. So um, from there, I think, you know, the AFL kind of helped facilitate through that period as well. And, um, yeah, it was lots and lots of phone calls yesterday. And, and were you the first of the um, 11 clubs to actually green light it? Were you the first to, to tick it off? Would that be right? Oh, no. I, I was I was actually not that happy with it, to, right. <laughs> to be honest. We, um, uh, no, we were, we were the last ones um, to agree. And I, I, I don't know. I was sort of um, a bit frustrated with it at the end there because we didn't really need to be involved, really. Um, mm. But... To, to help some other clubs get some things done, um, we, we were able to, able to step in and and help there. So it's a little bit different in AFLW. You know, we're still an emerging competition and um, we need competitive balance as, as much as we can get. And, and if you can um, chip in and, and do your little bit, then, you know, often teams are, are happy to help out where there's no real net effect on their own position. Another AFL team helping out another AFL oh, no, team, Brianna. A, you're in the of. wrong industry, Brianna. <laughs> oh, look, it's kind of been the spirit of AFLW since the beginning. Um, you know, we all really had to band together to, to get the comp started and um, progressing and developing. So we do have a pretty good um, collegiate, you know, um, spirit of working together when we need to. And, you know, a lot of us have got really good relationships with each other footy managers and things like that. And um, if it's for the greater good, uh, you can always, you know, put your own um, club's own interest. If, as I said, if there's no kind of real effect on where you stand um, to see everything else happen. So, Brianna, from the victory this year. Craig Stasevich, the coach. Congrats I, for that, by yeah, the way. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thanks, guys. So you sit down, you, you, you review that and say, you know, how, how do we get better? Every club wants to get better. Uh, how, how does Brisbane get better, you know, for next year? What, what have you 
identified to take you then to the next level? Because the challenges now come, they mirror what you've done and they they say, you know, that, that, that breeds success. What do you have to do to stay at that level of top dog next year? <laughs> yeah, look, it's a question we ask ourselves every year and essentially the main, I guess, building block of our success is the team's buy-in. So we've got a, a group of um, really dedicated trainers. The girls, you know, they'll have one more week, probably that footy trip this weekend, and by the end of that week, they'll be saying, oh, we're bored, can we come back and we'll start training? You know, they're just really, really dedicated to their own personal growth as players and as people as well. So they really drive the standards. So they're always looking to improve you know, if even if it's 1%, so that drives a lot of that improvement. I mean, look at Ali Anderson, who was the league BNF winner in season seven and drives herself to another club BNF and an, an outstanding season this year. So they're the types of people that really set the standard collectively. So if we can get a bit out of everybody, that always helps us go forward. We've um, just added some more tall stocks to our... We've, we've been a bit short the last couple of years, so we've just brought in um, Eleanor Harthill from uh, West Coast Eagles just to give us another kind of 180-plus player in our stock, so that's really good. And and for us, we're um, developing some really great talent up here in Queensland through our local leagues and our academy, mm. and, and that always, you know, has served us really well. We've, we're a nearly 90% Queensland-born team, um, so we've this year only got four players that are not um, drafted out of Queensland in that premiership side. So, you know, it's sort of always back to the drawing board, back to homegrown um, talent whenever we kind of lose players or get raided or that kind of stuff. And um, that's been both myself and Craig's, you know, background from before we came to AFLW, working in um, talent and participation in Queensland. So it's a it's a pretty um, important part of what we're building. And, you know, if you cast your mind back to the boys, um, sort of just before the girls were starting, we had to go home five and, mm. you know, players coming up here and doing their two years and going. So we kind of didn't really want to have that same, be faced with that same situation. So we've sort of always really gone for our um, locals because, yeah, they they generally stay home and good support networks to help them you know, try to achieve what, what we're trying to do here. So it, that's a bit of what we do. It is amazing what you've done. I mean, five grand finals, two premierships as well. And, and you know, what has almost been an annual event because AFLW exchange or trade period is so volatile, Browner, is you've been picked off on an almost annual basis and not just any players, but some of the best players in the competition as well. So you, it looks as though you arrested that uh, tide this time around anyway. You've kept, without disrespecting the players that were traded, you've kept the majority of your, of your list together that you really saw to do, if not all of them, I think? Yeah, pretty much everybody who played in the in the grand final. We've um, traded Mickey Porger to GWS, who's sort of, you know, in and out of the team and yeah. um, just sort of looking for a bit more security long-term with a, with a longer-term contract that they offered her compared to us. So, yeah, outside of that, um, that, that full list is... Um, competing again next year for us and we're just in the throes of um, being finally able to do you know kind of longer term deals we've never really had that in the ASLW before so there'll be a whole host of re-signings you know announced over the next kind of month or so Um, but yeah essentially you know I really we had extra four players on our list this year with injury replacements so we, we had a bigger list anyway, so um, you sort of felt like in the trade period, God, it feels like we're, you know, yeah. moving on all these players, but we, ha- we had to get 
um, four to new homes anyway, and then to get back to, we've got to take two empty spots for the draft anyway. Um, so we have a few more to go there. And um, yeah, we've been able to find some of our players who haven't even played a game, new homes. And um, that's really good, you know, for us that these girls get to continue their AFLW journey and, you know, they don't have to be delisted, which is horrible for everyone involved. So yeah, yeah we're, we're really happy that they're all, um, going on and, and see what they do at other clubs. And I don't want to embarrass you here, Brianna, as we let you go, but we also need to congratulate you, not just for the premiership, but uh, on a personal front, being inducted into the Queensland Football Hall of Fame, as you were last Friday, that is magnificent. So congratulations for that as well. That would have been a big night. Yeah, oh, it was lovely. Well, I actually missed the, the proper Hall of Fame event because we were playing our round 10 game against Melbourne. Right. So... um. I'd sort of said to Craig, oh, you know, what do you think? Should I go to the event? Should I, you know, come to the game? He's a nah, breather. No, you've got to come to the game, mate. <laughs> Leave that stuff. So, um, um, so at our best and fairest, they, they sort of surprised me and um, presented me with it all and awesome. all of that. So it was re- really, really lovely. And, um, yeah, nice kind of um, icing on the cake, I suppose, of what's been an absolutely incredible year. Hey, there was just one other question, actually. Just um, I wasn't going to ask you this, but the McClellan Trophy that was obviously won by Melbourne and the and the method of which it was, it is um, designed and engineered, it, which is purely on wins and losses, I think, across both competitions. It, would you? And this is a difficult one for you to answer, given that you've you've won the premiership. But would you be advocating for a change on that front for the McClellan? Oh, look, I think it's difficult, right, because not everybody plays finals. So, you know, you could have a, um, yeah, I think it's hard. If you want to make it even, you know, then you've got to get, it has to be home and away. If you want to really pick the best, then it has to be finals. So I guess it's just defining, you know, what are we really looking for in that? And, yeah, I mean, we've had both our men's and women's team make the grand final and one team's managed to win one. So you'd, you'd sort of have to argue that, you know, maybe we have been the best performing um, club this year. So, yeah, million dollars wouldn't go astray. And I'm sure our CEO, Swanee, is, um, he's right on that bandwagon for sure. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you, you know, no one sort of argues the rules at the start. It's only kind of what doesn't fall your way at the end. Mm-hmm. But, uh, look, I think it's a great initiative. I was sort of a bit, you know, this is a bit odd um, when it first started. But certainly um, got a lot of other people around clubs, you know, boards and people like that that maybe aren't as interested in the women's side of the game, um, a lot more interested in the results of their women's teams and, and how they're going. And essentially that's what it's for is to drive interest in that and then be like, oh, do they need some more money or what more support could we give them and how can we help with their performance? So I think it's a great initiative in, in terms of driving that, which is really good. Well, Brianna, congrats again on the season. Congrats on the Hall of Fame induction and congrats on even just understanding that mega trade yesterday, 12 players, 11 <laughs> Clubs, 24 picks. Uh, Appreciate your time and enjoy a nice bit of rest whenever you get it. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. There's Brianna Brock there, head of football, Brisbane's AFLW team, uh, always a contender, that team. Um, Great to talk to her. I'll tell you what, some feedback coming through on David Warner that uh, we're just going to have to get to. It just keeps pouring in here, Scoob, whether you love him, whether you hate him, whether he should be in the team, whether he shouldn't. Um, some people having it, some people are not, and that will forever be the case with this man. Uh, it's just the way it is. Um, this man, though, his approval rating is oh, always high. Very always, high. Always very high. high. No such issue for this man. Let's get to him now.